Hello everyone, welcome back to the LSD podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Lissadi Sarama and I'm your one and only host. And if you're new here, it's the LSD podcast as in my name without the vowels and not the drug. <laughs> yeah, so as you can see from the title, the episode will speak a lot about detachment. But to get like the announcements out of the way... I want to mention that the podcast episodes will be fully audio only from now on. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying the video recordings and I really pray and hope that I get to like record video podcasts again at some point in the future. But for right now, it's just not a possibility. Um, just like I... I know that I'll be doing a lot of like solo recording, you know, and it's a lot of work to like do it like solo record and then do the facilitation by myself because unfortunately I'm not working with um, Kenzie anymore. Um, I'll get into like all of the details as we proceed with this episode. It's just like a lot. But yeah, uh, I hope you guys uh as excited as i am i'm really scared but also like happy and like excited like i make it's like excitement nerves if you can just even tell from the way i'm speaking i'm like flustered i'm like (laughs) but um yeah let's just get right into it detachment um this like episode title came to me just on a random evening i was just chilling (laughs) but um no jokes aside i feel like i've had to practice a lot of detachment recently and in a lot of ways in the moment as i am like practicing detachment i'm not i haven't been aware that that is what i'm doing and which was a big thing for me because i i don't know i think i have this is self-diagnosed but i think i have attachment issues (laughs) like i have a hard time letting go of things or experiences or people or moments you know um if i'm having fun i want to have fun and keep having that fun for a minute you know but um i've had to realize that in life like (laughs) like in life like life forces you to detach you know because you like change and you grow and you even detach low-key from yourself like older versions of yourself but before all of that let's get into the definition what exactly is detachment like by definition what does google say but then also what is detachment to me what does it mean to this 20 something year old who has been going through it as i'm sure a lot of us have been because of like like the past two three years i'm sure everyone has been going through it because of like covid and like climate change and like capitalism and like and like and 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 blah 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 you know um okay so to detach is to disengage something or part of disengage something or part of something and remove it 
um, leave or separate oneself from a group or place. Um, and that's exactly how I would define it in terms of my life, but I would open it up to um, like forcibly letting go, if that makes sense. It almost feels like the way I would define it for myself, it, it feels like ripping the band-aid off. Um, I think throughout life, because I've, fi- I've found it so hard to let go, when I do detach, it feels like a long-ass overdue action. It's like ripping. It's like... Like... <laughs> it's not like... um what would you call it like it's not like a a chilled thing to do whenever i do it it's like hey let's go (laughs) it's kind of like a tough love type of moment that i experience for myself and one moment that i could point to like a moment back in time (laughs) where i feel like i detached for the first time is i'm actually like Thinking back on this topic, I had a specific story in mind. But now that I'm deeping it, I'm like, actually, it was dot, dot, dot. So I'm going to talk about the moment I'm thinking about now. I used to have, growing up, I used to have this, like, I want to call it, <laughs> I want to call it a blankie. Because um, I'm low-key whitewashed now, all of a sudden. But back in the day, it was a, I called it Angobo. <laughs> If you're a Botswana, then you get that reference. Um, Because in Botswana, a blanket is gobo. But I was, like, cute and a child. And, like, cute. Like, I called it a cute baby name. And it was uh, ngobo. (laughs) And I remember being very attached to this blanket. And to the point where, like, if anyone was to wash it, I would cry like <laughs> like it would be war like you'd catch these hands on sight in the house if you would if anyone would like move it or touch it or like wash it for whatever reason I needed for it to be dirty all the time <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not dirty I promise but like yeah that's just like a vivid memory that I have where like I would probably come from school and get home and beeline to my room to go and grab my ngo ball and it wouldn't be on my bed so I'm like okay um what the fuck where is it and I'd search all through the house like trace back my steps maybe I'd misplaced it and then I'd go outside cause I get it's not in the house in it it's not in the house where is my blanket I go outside and I saw it. I remember I saw it on the washing line, like where you would hang up your clothes to dry. I saw it on the washing line. And naturally, if something is on the washing line, it's because it was washed, right? <laughs> I would lose my mind. I'm talking tantrums. I'm talking rolling on the floor, stomping the ground. I'm talking screaming. I almost said cussing, but I was like, 
how old was I? Let me actually deep how old I was. It was like primary school. I'm also thinking like, is this too much information? Am I embarrassing myself? <laughs> uh, it was primary school. I want to say standard four, standard five. So I was around nine, eight, seven, nine, around there. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it would just be a big, big deal for me if like someone took that blanket or like did something with it. And I remember there's a time, the last time I had my big, big tantrum, I deeped that. Listen, this is, this is a blanket. Okay. And if it's dirty, it needs to be washed. Like, I think I realized how illogical my reaction to to that experience was. And I was like, okay, it's it's time. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. Like, this is not normal anymore. Please, let go. <laughs> um, And I honestly don't... I don't know that I can remember letting go of it and then just like never seeing it but i do remember it just not being a thing anymore (laughs) um but yeah that was the moment i realized okay it's time to let go okay um and then another moment oh i had a conversation with my sister recently my eldest sister um and we were talking about reading books we were talking about reading books and I don't I don't even know how this how we ended up on this topic about like attachment issues and stuff. But I remember I was explaining to her that whenever I read a book that I really enjoy, I will like I will I, I won't read the last few pages. Like I'll leave the last two, three pages because I just don't want the book to finish. <laughs> So I just won't let myself fully complete the book. I think low-key, just to make it make sense, I think low-key I want to savor the end. Um, So I keep it for later. I'm like, no, I'll finish it later. No, I'll finish it later. And then just later never happens. <laughs> that happened with um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by, I believe it's Mark Manson um yeah i never read the last few pages for whatever reason and i think i can attest that to having attachment issues like i do i want to hold on to this story this book so much that i don't want it to finish and i refuse to finish it and she mentioned that she does the same thing so i was like okay maybe i'm normal (laughs) or maybe we're just both crazy i don't know what it is but i think um just having the conversation about it and realizing that okay we this is not normal we share the same craziness it helps you know it helps you realize that okay this is crazy but it's it's a normal crazy (laughs) um essentially i'm trying to say like talk to people about the things that you experience because you never know how um normal they could be how normal your crazy could be, you know? <laughs> um, and I've seen how I experience um, the, n- uh, I don't know, like, I notice how 
it's extremely necessary for me to detach in my life i don't want to like make this umbrella statement that everyone should practice detachment because i don't know what like the the way your life is set up maybe for your life it wouldn't work but for me i've noticed how important and how helpful um learning to detach has been for me because um because for one i am an international student in it so having to move from place to place um and like hold on there's something on my mic that's really irritating me but um yeah it's been really important for me to practice detachment because as an international student moving from from like place to place it's like you detach from people Ooh, when i moved from my when i moved for the first time i moved from botswana to russia to study abroad in it and in the moment i think it's easy to just be like okay i know that i'm leaving these people it is what it is and i think experiencing those like goodbyes i didn't for myself i didn't realize how deep they were until people were like writing me cards and giving me like going away gifts i was like yo guys chill (laughs) i don't know i think i think like i don't realize how deep a situation is until it happens and yeah i can see that in a lot of ways like even like when we used to do like school performances in high school I wasn't nervous until I was backstage about to walk onto the stage. <laughs> like, the nerves don't hit me until it's late, essentially. Like, even when I was leaving, when I was at the airport, I was chilling there. At the airport, you know, before you leave, saying your goodbyes, you chill at the restaurant, maybe have a drink, have some coffee, have some tea, um, waiting for your flight to arrive to arrive waiting to be called in to go to the security check so i usually just like don't realize okay i'm never seeing these people again for a minute this could be my last goodbye i don't realize until i hear oh flight number boo 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 come in and check in and then we stand up and then i look like i pan to the room and i see oh shit all of these people are here to say goodbye to me right now and i just i remember just weeping and only then realizing wow this is it (laughs) this is it um so i guess that would make sense why i don't realize um i don't know where i was going with that to be honest (laughs) but like yeah I experienced detachment as an international student saying goodbye to people, saying goodbye to things. Guys, packing, horrendous experience. I hate packing with a passion because like, I mean, when you're an international, okay, okay, my brain is all over the place. But when you're an international student, you have a home. I get it. You have a home that you're leaving, but during school holidays or whatever, you can come back to and then you can like revisit those items and like revisit the things that you left the room that you left and like experience them all over again even though like 
there's been time apart maybe the furniture has moved around maybe the walls are painted differently i don't know like but you can still be in that room again you can still see those things those people again detachment that i experienced recently <laughs> a whole different ball game a whole different like when you leave a place knowing you're never coming back to it, guys. <laughs> Cause in it I was I was an international student in Russia and then I was an international student again recently in Namibia. And when I had to leave Namib when I was in Namibia at the end of my stay I had my own apartment. And that was like home to me that was the first time i had created a space for myself by myself um i mean not necessarily by myself because you know i don't like i'm not financially independent right now but you guys get what i'm saying like i was there <laughs> i was there like decorating the place and and it fit my aesthetic it fit my vibes like you would walk into my apartment guys and see this this you would see like parts of myself in the house like you would see oh in that corner she's a chakrahan oh in that area there's a camera she's a content creator oh in that area there's lights she likes like ambiance you know what i mean like there were just like pieces of my sc myself scattered around the house which made it feel like that was my space that was my home that was my my sanctuary <laughs> um so having to leave that place was tough for a lot of reasons. Um, and the thing about like flying places, like flying back to your home country, your bag has a weight limit so you can't take everything. Um, and I briefly mentioned in my recent um, Life Lady vlog, I think it was episode 8. I'm not sure, but I think it was episode 8. If you haven't watched it, go ahead and watch it now, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> and like and subscribe. Uh, comment comment in the in the comment section that you are coming from the podcast. <laughs> but um yeah, leaving that place was it was tough. The bag limit forced me to like let go of a lot of stuff that i didn't even anticipate that i would let go of you know i had to give a lot of stuff away i had to um <laughs> i'm weary about saying a lot of things because like well what i was about to say is i had to donate a lot of stuff as well and i was gonna say it gives me the ache low-key a little bit when people talk about donating not the ache per se but i'm like come on you didn't need to say that um there's this i don't know if it's a bible verse or just something i heard in the church industry <laughs> the church industry is a wild thing to say but like in the church you know in the church period um that like what your what your right hand does your left hand shouldn't know about something like that so I'm wary of saying, oh, I, I donated. But yes, I had to give away a lot of stuff. Um, which isn't like, I don't feel bad about it. I'm actually happy that I did. 
but like when you have had these things for so long and then like letting go of them knowing you'll never have access to them it's like damn fuck but i'm glad like they they went to someone who needs them more than me you know but yeah in the vlog you can tell i briefly mentioned how like how like letting go figuring out what i wanted to keep or really what i could keep because the uh, the, um a lot of the things i wanted to keep i couldn't um what i could keep what i had to let go of what i had to throw away (laughs) bro allison was sick of me i'm sure when i was packing because luckily she was there to help me i'm so grateful for her love you loads friend if you're listening um but yeah i'm i'm sure she was sick of me because we had to like like we had a classing system there were things i was giving away to like (coughs) excuse me there were things i was giving away to like friends um or like people yeah friends and there were things i was giving away to like donating and then there were things i was throwing away and then there were things i was taking with me so there were like four piles (laughs) and when i realized i couldn't pack something in my suitcase i had to there was it was like a class system almost i started with do you want this allison do you think your sister wants this and then if if that's that like those choices are not an option next class do you think people would like to have this should i donate this and then there's things that where she'd be like no one would use this and then i'd be like fuck so i'm throwing it away (laughs) oh damn wow and for a person that like like i said builds a sanctuary for themselves and felt like they needed a lot of the things they had (sighs) i was fighting for my life essentially but um yeah it that's one of the ways where detachment has come in handy in my life or i've been forced to detach in my life another way was or is with content creation and this is something that I learned recently. Um, <laughs> I want to take a break low-key before I open this up because it's, it's going to be a heavy one as well. <laughs> because I'm actively, like, I'm actively still going through it. I'm still learning. And it's also, like, a realization I had fairly recently. Um, so, yeah. I'm drinking water. Um, okay, before going into the content creation, I just re- read my my podcast notes. And I wrote, realizing I don't have a home. I am my own home. Um, <laughs> and I had this realization the other day. I was chilling. I don't know what I was thinking about even. But I was like, I was like, I was thinking about something. And then I was like, oh back home i used to dot 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 and it was crazy to me that the home that i was thinking about was my apartment in namibia (laughs) 
like my home the home that i've known to be home for all of my life was in Botswana in Gaborone back home with my family in it and <sighs> that's another way i've had to detach in the past but i don't want to go deep into that but um but yeah normally home would be home a house with multiple bedrooms not multiple bedrooms but like with a couple bedrooms where your siblings stay where your parents live you know what i mean but the home that i was thinking about was where i lived alone for a couple months by the way it wasn't like a long period of time it was a couple months that that's what was home to me and in the moment i realized that i am my own home like houses are going to come and go not houses are going to come and go cuz that like built in like the foundation is set is cemented <laughs> but like not me being dumb as hell y'all get what i'm saying yeah but like you're gonna move a couple times in your life so you can't you can't call home a house a house is not a home hashtag um yeah and in that moment i realized i am my own home and if my family is listening to this this is not a jab at you guys at all and i'm sure if they're listening to this they know and understand that like they they would know and understand what i mean by that i've had to be my own home because i've had to let go of a lot of like places you know i moved to russia i moved to netherlands i moved back to russia i moved to botswana i moved to namibia and now i'm i've moved again like bitch <laughs> At this point a home is evidently not a house but I don't know why only recently I noticed that or I realized that because when you're moving a lot like it's easy t- for I don't know if I can call them lessons or like these little nuances of life to just like pass you by because you're busy you're on the move um but once I've had the time to once I had the time to sit down with my thoughts and realize Lady, moving forward, be aware that you are your own home. And now I see it important more than ever to like nurture my home. You know what I mean? Um in the most metaphorical way. Obviously like I take care of myself by like washing my face, but like taking care of your home means taking care of your brain taking care of your thoughts taking care of your your health because you have um only you can take care of yourself in the best way you come home to yourself you know what i mean and you are home um yeah <laughs> i feel like i overexplained a very simple concept right then but um it is what it is. Yeah, and the way that I feel like I've experienced attachment with content creation is because I am a I am a self-proclaimed self-proclaimed I don't know. I'm a YouTuber and I'm a podcaster. I've been working on like like owning up to the person that I am, 
you know what i mean i feel like i experienced a bit of imposter syndrome a couple times but this is who i am in it i do youtube i make podcast episodes so by definition i'm a youtuber and a podcaster but um that was none of y'all's business y'all don't give a fuck but uh (laughs) i'm a youtuber and a podcaster and with that like career quote-unquote you make a lot of episodes you record a video you post it and then you move on to the next one you record a video you post it it's like a never i mean it will end but it's for now it's like a never-ending cycle and i take editing and just like overall content creation um seriously like i get obsessive i get (laughs) guys when i tell you when i when i've recorded the videos and i sit down and i edit i could sit down for hours not moving just like focused on like it's (laughs) i wish you guys could like go into my brain and understand what i'm saying i feel like my brain moves too quick for my for my words but um yeah i get really obsessive over editing it can take me one hour to edit something that turns out to be two minutes of the video like because it's essentially like having an idea i get you what you have is a video that's like the backbone you have a bunch of videos that you now have to compress into something that is entertaining and at first it's an idea i'm like okay it'd be really nice if you know this video the timing is this way um it's the video synced to the audio this way and then the lettering is this way such and such a font um you know and then you now execute that idea the best way possible um and it takes forever it takes a lot of energy i sweat like a crazy person because i have anxiety just the thought of the thought of the thought of sweating will make me sweat (laughs) so by the end of it i'm drenched not because of physical exercise but because i'm like pumped with adrenaline pumped with dopamine (laughs) like my dopamine levels are up and down when editing so with that being said i have to when i'm done with editing i have to when i'm done with editing and i now post the video i have to detach from it so i can give the next video 110 percent and i didn't deep that like i didn't realize it until i i think i heard someone saying the same thing in a podcast recently and they were like when you are a creative you have to learn to detach from something you've already created so you can make time and space and energy for the next thing and i was like fuck (laughs) and i know like i'm not saving the world with my videos i'm not like um it's not like it's not that deep but like when it feels like it's my purpose and it's it's the thing that brings me a large amount of happiness it feels like that's my whole world and i have to exert all of my energy into it so (laughs) 
and i think it's funny how a lot of the times people come up to me and they talk about like something that happened in a previous video um and i didn't realize this in the past but i realize i actually do detach because i forget like once i've uploaded a video um in as much as i do watch that video back as i'm editing like a hundred times once i've uploaded it i don't know what's in it <laughs> so if a week later you come and you say oh in that video dot 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 you are doing this it's so funny i'm like huh i did what what are you like i have to jog my memory again to be like oh okay <laughs> um I think that also speaks to my inconsistency when creating videos because like my videos are like spaced out by a long time but um yeah i feel like it's also really instrumental to like let go of a lot of things when you want to become a certain thing um because a lot of the things that we do every day do influence the people that we become everything is a habit and every habit can be broken if you do make an effort to do that and breaking a habit is essentially like letting go of something or like yeah becoming the person you want to be means letting go of the person that you are in it um letting go of ego letting go of your persona letting go of um certain characteristics per se um and i i definitely feel like i have been like i have manifested the person that i am becoming because it's definitely a person i wanted to become um I definitely still don't know who that person is because it's like it's like a journey I'm learning and growing. Um it's also been like a like a s- journey of like spiritual awakening and I'm aware that God has a purpose for my life and um I have a, an episode a past episode on like are you a determinist or a fatalist um and i'm definitely still battling with that idea like i i think i think i am a bit of both i believe everything i am everything i'm becoming is fated to be but i do believe like because of my thoughts like my thoughts and my my wants and desires influence that person you know what i mean like kind of like with manifestation you know i everything i ask for i get because i asked for it but god has a plan for my life before i even existed you know so it's like a bit of both a bit of a bit of i do have free will because i i do think i'm crafting the life i want but then i know that everything i am going to be is fated for me you know (laughs) i'm losing my mind um i want to read a i want to read from my journal i've been doing a lot of journaling and oh this is another thing that i can mention 
in the realm of like detachment i had a lot of journals i had like five journals i think and because i've moved so much in the past i want to say six months i've had to like i don't know if i threw them away or they're in a suitcase somewhere in botswana i don't know and it makes me so sad because the purpose not the purpose but the thing that makes journaling so enjoyable it's like going back and reading the things you wrote years ago but that's the thing with detaching you have to be okay with not having access to those things and like create all over again you know (laughs) but anyway i want to read i want with every episode to read a passage or whatever something from a journal that i've written or just something that i wrote in the past and like ponder on that little passage you get me um i actually haven't even decided which part of my journal i'm going to read so give me a second this is how i know god is like in charge of my life or like stirring this ship because why did i (laughs) why was i paging through my journal to look for something to read out and the first not the first thing i did page the word a, a couple times but like the a page that i came across the first thing i looked at on that page was let go in capital letters what are you kidding me but anyway um this is from the 9th of Little six January, February, March, April, May, June, <laughs> the 9th of June, 2022. I'm not gonna read the whole thing because, like, my brain, same way in my journal, my brain just goes all over the place. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I said, I don't know why I associate crying with something negative, I think it might be more lethargic than anything. Got what I believe the girlies on TikTok would call a download in quotation marks i'm funny even in my journal like she (laughs) the girlies on tiktok anyway got what the girlies got what i believe the girlies on tiktok would call a download and it said or god said in quotation marks just because you're attached to something doesn't mean it's for you let go end quote and it was when i was asking for a message or clarity on a dream i had recently which was kind of vile kind of scarring um let me skip through a couple parts because there's people's names on this that i don't want to give airtime. <laughs> um but i'm going to trust in the lord and keep listening i don't like that i question myself so much with him him <laughs> hold up okay that was it just like just because something (laughs) something yeah essentially the message (laughs) from the journal was just because you're attached to something doesn't mean it's for you let go okay because i see how in a lot of ways in the past being attached i conflated being attached to like having love for something or like knowing that something is meant for me i think i i think i definitely believe that if something is not for me god would take it away 
but you do have to exercise like self-discipline in like in like listening to the messages that god gives to you and then like executing what the message says by yourself before god like rips it away because otherwise you'll never learn the lesson you know you'll just keep going through these same emotions like god will keep teaching you the same thing until you fully execute the lesson and like learn you know um there's another thing that i really wanted to read and it's just a random thought that i had it says everything that i am is all that i need everything that i am is all that i need and that's on period okay that's gonna be the title of this episode actually because i'm done talking (laughs) everything that i am is all that i need and that can speak to like like knowing that you're enough in this current space you don't need anything you don't have you don't need anything you've let go of you are grand bro you are amazing you don't need anything that you don't already have all you need is god all you need is love all you need is a smile (laughs) i hope this helped someone i hope you had a little giggle at some point in the episode at the least um i hope you got a bit of insight um i'm glad i'm recording podcasts again because um i know that i have something to say i know that this is kind of me fulfilling my purpose i know that god is speaking through me i know that someone needed this and i hope that i helped you um as much as it's even helping me you know this does something for me as well which is why i keep doing it um i love you guys a big ton a lot a lot a lot and i hope you have the best day best night best morning whatever time you're listening to this time time um yeah i hope you enjoyed it love you guys catch you on the next one bye